Hey, this is Lifetime Cowboys fan Jim Saxton with Jim Saxton State Farm. You want insurance knowledge and old school service? Give us a call. You know, Texas boys like myself, uh, we love the heat. We're built for this. We're equipped for this. But <laughs> there are times when you're envious of others, like Michael Coleman, my mentor for life. Um, he's in a tent in California, Cowboys camp. And please share with the fine folks who may be living in the state of Texas, where it's I have it's about 105 degrees, what you're dealing with there. Uh, it might. I think I I, I went and got a sandwich run. It's like seventy two degrees. Oh, come on, man. Uh, for sure. <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm 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 spoiled, rotten to say the least. Spoiled, rotten. Cowboys camp. And uh, remind me which number Cowboys camp is this for you? Because you are a veteran. I was at the last Cowboy camp in Thousand Oaks when I was in Austin. Um, shoot, that was that would have been eighty. That was just when Jerry had just bought the team. So I, I had a I did Thousand Oaks with Coach Landry. Oh, beautiful. and then with uh, Jimmy Johnson. So I think Jimmy. I think I think I did the last three years of Cowboys nice. camp in Thousand Oaks. I think eighty nine was the last time I did. So eighty nine. Probably 88, 88 yeah. through, I left Texas, so 1988 through, through, let's say, 1996, so whatever that number is, and then I came back five years ago, so you tack on that, probably about 20 years, close to 20 years worth. That's amazing. At least. Uh, that's, at least. That's, you've seen a lot, but one thing that doesn't change and it's all nice and show. It's Hollywood-like with the Dallas Cowboys. And usually that first day is the State of the Cowboys address. That's what we talked um, about, yep. So Jerry likes to talk. Jerry loves him some him. <laughs> we love hearing Jerry speak. MC, man, you, you have an end with Jerry Jones. But as far as the State of the Cowboys, I'm going to go ahead and say this is an unpopular opinion. I thought last year was a great year. I did. Considering all that was going on, you're always going to have the criticism of QB1. Yes. But great year, but as we move in and we're going to unbundle acquisitions, uh, uh, franchise tags, whatnot, but how do you sum up the State of the Union being the Dallas Cowboys today? I think, I think it was an honest, uh, open uh, opening presser for Jerry. Someone brought up the, the fact about it, that sense of urgency. He's, he, he says it's urgent only because I know what kind of team we have. Yeah. You know, I, I, I know what we were able to do because, you know, they've had back-to-back playoff years. And it's just a matter of getting over that hump. And, and you know, the thing is, if everybody could be good and just go to the big game, you know, as a team, yeah. Everybody would do it. I mean, but, but you know, hey, the Kansas City Chiefs, they had winning teams when I was there, but they didn't have the team they have now. You know, and that goes to what McCarthy was talking about. It's all about the personnel that you have. Correct. It's all about the personnel you have. He said, we had a great camp last year. Now let's see if we can go up another level of camp. And, you know, so naturally thinking if you can go to another level of camp, 
Um, why can't you go to another level of play, you know, for when the regular season kicks in? And, you know, they just signed uh, Trayvon to a big-time deal. Huge. Um, a huge deal. And I think stability is the key for this team, for this squad. Um, I think Jerry has said something about, like, it wasn't a dig at them, but he made the reference to Zeke and Kellen Moore and other people. He said, we've had great people come through here. And it was something to the fact of and the testimony of how good we are and how good we can be. Look who's not here now. And I think what he was saying is they were good, but now they're gone because we have prospered. We think we can prosper without them, with with the people we have now. And like I said, it wasn't a slight anybody. Right. It was like, you know, when you want when you want to improve something, sometimes you get rid of what's good. That's that's so true. You know, I mean that's corporate America at its finest, and you know, it's the most valuable sports franchise in the world, arguably. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You've got to make some major moves. Uh, by the way, uh, these would not be possible without uh, a friend of both of ours, Jim <laughs> Jim, Jim. State Farm Insurance Agency, son of a Heisman runner-up, Longhorn legacy, and still doing his thing here in Austin, Central Texas, and he does it the right way, making me feel like family. Uh, you know, the big talk and – Reportedly, a lot of the big-time running backs in the NFL have gotten, you know, met behind closed doors or by a email or text change, a possible Zoom meeting. Uh, mm-hmm. You're a former running back, and, and I know mm-hmm. that's not a slight on running backs because yeah. it's the market value. How do you explain that? And then we'll transition to Tony Pollard in this franchise tag had a nice deal come through. Well, I think for those of us who've watched football – a good portion of our lives and saw the Earl Campbell's, the Tony Dorsett, the OJ Simpsons, the Gail Sayers, the Jim Browns, and yeah. see the names just roll off your lip or your mouth. We, we came from that system of running backs dominating the football scene, yeah. you know, and if you had an adequate quarterback, you can win a lot of games, but if you had a really good running back, like an Earl or a Tony Dorsett, well, then you went back up. Even if you got an Earl, you can't get it to the Super Bowl, but you, you, you get close. You know, and I, I and I think it's a shock to our system, to whatever the football system is in us. In us, and Josh Jacobs led the league in rushing, and he's not signed by anybody. <laughs> you know, and I just comical. think, yeah, it, it is comical. But you know what? We got a chance, Arthur and I did, to to to, to catch up with Stephen Jones, and and I said to him, I said, well, first of all, because I don't like the word devalue. No. You know, it's kind of like defund the police. And that's not a good, that's not a good slogan at all to get your point across. I think it's just less utilization. Not, it's not devalued because if you're a cold weather team and you're playing outdoors in December and January, guess what? You got some, you got some timid receivers who are going, it's cold. Let's run the a, yeah. You get, let's just run the ball. Let's just jam it down their throats. And so the game has shifted from, being a dominant run game to being a dominant passing game. You know, that's why you get running back like a Dalvin cook guys like him that can catch the ball in open space and do stuff. Receivers don't get beat up as much as running backs do. I mean, there's a lot of factors. Kansas City chiefs don't help matters. Anybody starting a seventh round draft pick running back in the super bowl and winning, you know, and so, <laughs> and, you know, and it's like I said to Stephen Jones, I said, you know, that quarter position, the quarterback position has evolved. He said, yeah, but the, all the positions have evolved. 
So does that mean that the running back position has devolved, you know? And so it's like, it's a, it's a case where, as Jerry said, he said, ain't no free lunch, ain't no free lunch. And so you chose this profession and, you know, and I know those running back, I know Saquon Barkley just signed. Yeah. Um, these running backs all got together, have a meeting because there's, there's nothing they're going to be able to do, you know, that the owners are going to say, okay, we're, we're going to do that. That's not happening. So I think, I don't know what that meeting was about, but I like to think that meeting would have been about, Hey, listen, we're stuck. Just go out and be who you are. Play the game. You know, that you got inside of you and see what happens. And, and that's, you know, can't change. It's too late to change positions. <laughs> I mean, unless you can run, back, run backwards, you ain't playing no defensive back, you know? <laughs> so, so I think what you're going to see is college players, high school players. Like for instance, perfect example, we had a kid Longview. You've heard of him who decided to go to Oklahoma and not USC, the running back, yeah, Taylor, really? Taylor Tatum. He's also going to play baseball. And, I, and like I said in my piece a few nights ago, I said, you know, if this running back situation doesn't work its way out, a guy like him, goes, you know what, I'm going play baseball. And that's how you solve that issue. But a lot of guys today, they, they this is what they know. And it's hard. I don't know. Maybe it's hard to walk away from $10.1 million. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, how much money do you need? Is, you know, no one's saying you're not worth it. They're just saying the market's not seeing what you're seeing. Not today. So, not today. And you just have to go with that. I mean, I'm pretty sure Terry Bradshaw was complaining about Franco and Frank and, and Rocky Blyer getting a whole lot of money. You know, I'm the quarterback. I touch the ball as much as the center does, but more than the running backs do. But they played the, they they played it, you know. Um, and I think that's just the way it's gonna be. And um you win a Super Bowl, that the running backs on that team ain't worried about getting paid. No. No, get, get to it, a Super Bowl. That's all. You, you, no one's going to worry about that. And you know, it's. A, I'll be honest with you. I did not see. I didn't really believe we'd ever see the day in which the NFL, like the college game, has evolved to spreading people out and getting people in space. And you know, Tony Pollard, out of Memphis, he. he I honestly feel like he brings a new meaning to quick twitch. Oh no! And he Jerry. Does. They got they fr- put the franchise tag on them, and this is Jerry talking about today. And you can elaborate on it after Jerry talks about it. Uh, you know, I, I I'm not going to read between the lines, but Jerry did comment about uh, coming to an agreement with Pollard. It's a distribution process. Uh, if one player gets a dollar, the other one doesn't get it, and so you distribute it uh, as best you can. And in this particular case, I think it worked uh, well for uh, Tony. That's a lot of money. Uh, and I think it's uh, going to help uh, make it work for us to uh, put this team together this year. It's going to have to work. Has to. No cho- there's no choice. I mean, Tony's not going to go out there and fall flat. You know, now I, I do wonder how healed is he from a broken leg? You know, I mean, the timing sucks for him in terms of getting the deal he got. I mean, who's to say he couldn't have got 12.2 without the injury, you know, and maybe the Cowboys go a little further. You know, I mean, after they're playing the eventual NFC West runner-up, or NFC runner-up, you know, who's to say that if he doesn't get banged up, taken out, they couldn't they couldn't do more damage. And so um, 
So now they got they added Deuce Vaughn, who I think is going to be a terrific great addition. addition. Great addition. Deuce Vaughn is going to be the guy to move those chains fast. He's as you know, he's not a he's not a double digit ball carrying running back. You know, and he doesn't have to be. And you see, and that's the key. If you if you can put together an offense with a steady running back with a steady flow like a Tony Pollard, like, like Pollard was to Zeke. Yeah. But I think I think I think uh, Deuce is going to be a much more explosive counter punch to 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 Pollard in terms of running that rock, you know, because he can get you anywhere. It, you know, do you, do you do you see Deuce uh, a part of the kick return game? Well, he and Turpin and uh, uh, um, let's say sign who else ran it back last year? Because I remember uh, Turpin. Uh, Turpin's a good change. I mean, that kid's yeah, quick. yeah. Um, why he came am I drawing blanks? And he came at the end of camp, but he played more ball than anybody on this team, yep. anybody else in the league, because he played in two leagues. I mean, that's that's something that he said. No, I definitely see him returning kicks. There's no way in the world he wouldn't return kicks. And you know, you need a jump start on your offense. Don't let Deck have to go 75 yards. You know, <laughs> see if he can just have to go 50. Yeah. You know, that's, you're asking a whole lot, but Deuce can do that. And I think um, once teams get used to seeing him on tape, they'll have a better idea of how to cover those lanes. Yeah, to yeah. prevent him. But right now, I think at least the first two at least the first two games, I wouldn't even play him in the preseason. I don't want y'all to see him. Gonna, I wouldn't even play him. Yeah, I'm not, we're gonna we'll wait to unload the ammo when the regular season starts. And and you know, you, you know he's about my height, maybe a little shorter. Hey, by the way, we'd be remiss if we didn't say happy birthday to his dad, Chris Vaughn. Oh, okay. 47 today, looking like he's 27. Oh, I've um, seen those. I've seen those dads. I've like, man, man, you should be playing with your son. The genetics are good in that uh, Vaughn <laughs> family. Man. Hey, the, the, the jeans, gene pool's not bad with the Coleman's either. I'm just going to <laughs> try to keep it, try and get it bottled up, man, so I can sell it. So I'm working on it. I'm working hey, on it. Your guy, McCarthy, he was talking about some of those acquisitions you just rattled off. And uh, they had a good offseason, I, I thought. They did, yeah, they did. Um, but basically, what he said is just the Dallas Cowboys. And expectations, regardless of how young an individual is, expectations remain the same, and it's uh, that big silver trophy. We love what we accomplished in player acquisition throughout the spring, and more importantly, now that these guys have been here, the way they fit in, um, I, I can't I can't say enough about Brandon and, and Gilmore. The way I'm just visiting with those guys yesterday, so um, yeah, it, it's it, it, the consistency is you know if you want to bang the door down, you got to you got to get on, you got you got to be on the front porch. You know, every single time. So I think we definitely have established that, um, and it's about winning the championship. And I, I don't, I don't shy away from that at all. And everybody today should think, should feel that they can win the championship. You know, they may not talk about it. Yeah, because you know, if they talk about it, they're getting hammered by the, the the foxes and the ESPNs of the world. But that's which is wrong. You know, I, I like his bravado. Uh, he's a tough guy. I, I'm wishing all the success in the world for him this season. And, I, you know, I, it's funny because I made a connection with him last year. Um, That's right. I remember that. His daughter went to KU. I grew up in Lawrence. And, and so 
I try to reestablish again that you know who we are. Uh, he'll, he'll, I'm pretty sure he'll get back to call me Mr. Jayhawk. Hey, Jayhawk, what's going on? <laughs> it's you know down here in Austin, uh, the pride of ARP, Texas, Demarvin Overshone. Uh, that guy, I'm gonna tell you something. He is really just just a good guy. He showed us that he can sing some uh, country music. Pulled up that mic and you know what's what's that musician's name? Josh Turner. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, uh, yeah. And so Demarvin is just a good human being that can play. See, I didn't know he could sing country. I didn't either. So, so I, saw when we, I think we're going to get a chance to get with him one-on-one. I'm going to say, dude, yeah, give me a few bars. Come on, man. Let's see what you got. Oh, I would, oh my God. I will Venmo you money for that one. <laughs> 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 what, what, so, you know, he comes from a part of East Texas where uh, products out of ARP, that area, they're just different. Yeah. play football the east yeah. texas mentality the beast yeah. texas product yeah yeah but what's his role do you think as a rookie um i think he's gonna see some snaps he can cover he's played high brand of ball at the university <clears throat> of texas he's versatile um he's such a big guy and he's fast i mean the cat can run like a deer so how, how do you keep a guy like that how do you not let a guy like that get reps? And so I, I think you're going to see some different packages specifically for him when that position is like, well, who the hell is this guy? You know, and they're not going to know what to do with him when he's on defense. And I think he's going to surprise some people. Is, is he one of those guys that has to, you know, prove himself a little bit on special teams? I don't think so. Okay. I, I, mean, I mean, he'll go out and do well on special teams, but I don't think he has to prove himself on special teams. He's going to prove himself right out here on this field, what he can do, because he's playing against pro players. And, you know, they're, t- they're his teammates, but they put him on the scout team. Yeah, you know, it's like when Tony Romo was here. Tony Romo was on the scout team for a long time, and Tony Romo became the man. And that's where you that's where you make your bones. You make your bones right, right here at training camp. And I think he's going to do a good job of just that. Man, I agree with that. You know what? We love positivity, and that's how we like to end things. Hey, Ben, tell me something good. Company of Michael Coleman, it's always good. It's always positive, but at this (laughs) very moment, this is that transition to which it's slow, but Cowboys training camp, NFL training camp, soon we'll have – uh, the colleges, football, they'll start reporting soon. But tell me something good going on in your world and maybe about Cowboys camp that really puts a good vibe out from the MC. I, I think what's going on good here is the enthusiasm I'm seeing from McCarthy. Now, you can't really tell he's enthused. He'll tell you he is, but it's like, well, do something. Show me that you're excited. He, he's not. A, he's not a walking um, exclamation mark. That's not what he does. But when he praises the rookie class, he's like, this is the best rookie class we've had in four years. You know, we've got a lot of good guys that can play. And I think that speaks highly of the homework. They, they did their homework. They did their homework. And we saw how well they played last year. And teams are getting younger and younger. Teams are finding out they can win with younger players, you know, it's not the old days where you got to wait on the bench for two years, a la quarterback. I mean, you know, these quarterbacks start right off the bat that whole bit. And 
I just think with this youth movement, the Cowboys can infuse, it's going to make a difference. It's going to make a difference. If you put a, a, a speedy rookie against an aging but Hall of Fame-like linebacker, hey, if Hall of Fame linebackers lose their grip too. They lose their speed, you know, and I think I think Kansas City's done a really good job of the blueprint for young players. You know, we want to keep you, but we can't keep you for the, the price you want. But we'll keep you, but it's going to have to be at a discount. And your name, unless your name is Patrick Mahomes, that's a whole different ballgame. So I think that's what applies here to most teams is don't be so quick to cut somebody because they want more money. Compromise. Find a way. Because if that player is still talented, you'll find a way to let them stick around. Evolve. And what Jerry mentioned, evolution. I mean, this distribution of the money, the, the, the salary that's cap. That's, man, that's beautiful, man. MC, we're going to check back in with you in a couple of days. We're going to have right, some my fun man. with this. Appreciate uh, it. Man, so you and Arthur, man, you guys enjoy SoCal, and I know you will because uh, you got the right shades on. You got the right attitude. <laughs> I feel it. You guys know how to live and live life right. So for MC and the OG Man Cave boys, that being Hardball Hards, Big Mike, and Coach Mo, we out.